Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Great to have you here on The Clark Howard Show. You know, our mission is to serve you and empower you to make better financial decisions in your life. And if you hear me talk about something, give an opinion, answer a question, and you feel like I did not deliver on that mission, serving you and empowering you, I need to hear from you. All you do is go to clark.com slash clarkstinks and post where you feel I didn't do the job you expect from me. I should have never encouraged you to speak. You must think I'm pretty stupid. You should be ashamed of yourself. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right, pal. Happy, happy Clark Stinks Day, Clark. I know you always love this episode. <laughs> it is my absolute favorite because I'm one of those people who's all about continuous improvement. And this really helps me learn. All right. Well, Matt wants you to learn this. He says, your advice on the podcast to the recent grad who was living at home and saving $20,000 a year stunk. He said he was invested in growth funds and you went into your usual rant describing your obsession with low cost index funds. Not all low cost index funds are better than all higher fee growth funds, but that's for a future Clark Stinks. What really stinks is that your obsessive rant was about the tax efficiencies of these funds when the obvious tax question would be if he makes less than $37,000 because then he would be in the 0% capital gain tax bracket and all those tax efficiencies would be worthless anyway. And in the growth funds, the capital gain distributions could be reinvested essentially tax-free. P.U., Thank you, and I appreciate that post. So here's the thing, is that even though we've got the zero tax bracket on capital gains, if you're in an actively managed fund, you have the potential that you're going to have items that will not be held long enough in the fund to create long-term gains. Instead, you create short-term, and then those are taxed at your regular income tax rate. And so you avoid that in an investment account with index funds almost entirely. But, you know, growth funds are not a bad choice in that case. I just think that index funds are a better choice. Clark, you are right that Walmart has tuition for $1 a day for employees, but people need to also know that many Walmart stores will hire them as temporary status employees for up to six months. In this case, the new employee will not qualify for tuition assistance or any benefits offered at Walmart. I thought it would be a good idea for people to know this before choosing Walmart based on the tuition assistance program. Thanks, Clark. Dwayne. Dwayne, thank you. I was not aware of that basically uh, six-month holding cell that people are in before they're eligible for the college education benefit. 
And if somebody stays, which is one of the advantages for Walmart is reducing turnover, then they do have access to that benefit. But I hear you loud and clear that it's not as simple as I made it sound. I've been listening to you since I was a pizza delivery driver back in the early 2000s. I love your show and my life is better for having listened. There is one aspect that smells like a rotting pizza that fell between the seats in my car all those years ago. Just like you like to wear Kirkland Signature gear because you're proud of it, your listeners would like to show off some merch as well. I've been able to buy one t-shirt from you years ago, but I can't replace it now that it's worn out. I'll promise to get the old pizza cleaned out of my car if you could try to sell some Clark deal gear, Daniel. So, Daniel, thank you. What did we do? Don't we have some Clark Howard University shirts left over? What do we do with those? We're going to have to ask Theo on that. We definitely had some, and I'm sure that there's still some that remain. I saw some in a storage closet recently. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the scoop is that we uh, discontinued our e-commerce site a while back, and so I don't even know what we did with the inventory because we had very little uh, what's called sell-through, very little inventory left at the time we shut down the e-commerce. So, uh, gosh. Yeah, the T-shirts have the wrong uh, web address on them, and it's just we the pricing we were looking at for Clark Year, it's just so expensive. We don't think any of our... Shipping, li- yeah, because we're so, so small. Money. Yeah. Okay. We'll think about it. Okay. Anonymous says, upon your recommendation, I bought some of the wrong type of batteries from Woot. I assumed your recommendations would only recommend alkaline batteries. I will be throwing out the batteries I got due to your recommendation. I think this was on Clark Deals. Uh, thank you. And and I know the deal you're talking about. And in the deal, the batteries did not say that they were not alkaline. Um, and I think that's something that we will always post from here forward when we post a battery deal because there are so few items that they were heavy-duty batteries, which is like a euphemism for not very good batteries when it says heavy-duty and not alkaline. So that was uh, an omission on our part that cost you money, and I apologize for that. And as to what you do with heavy-duty batteries, I don't really know what heavy-duty AA or AAA are used in because anything that I have, I use alkalines in. So that was our bad. A follow-up to Clark Stinks from Jeff in Arizona, where he said Clark uses words that are too general and not useful. Clark still didn't get it. So here's an example. When Clark speaks about when to get a lawyer to help with wills and trusts, he says, quote, if you have a lot of money, you should seek professional help. A lot is not helpful, as it can be 10000 to some and $10 million to others. Thanks for clarifying, Sal. Sal, thank you. And so why am I mamby-pamby on how much money equals a lot with a will? So if I said a million dollars just as an arbitrary number, that would probably be a good number, but to many other people... It might be 500000 In fact, Wes Moss, who is a financial expert extraordinaire who is involved some with us at Clark.com. We're going to launch a new podcast with him soon. That's right. So uh, Wes says 
that really the tipping point would be 500,000. He's not thinking specifically about a will, but he's talking about it being the point at which you can have comfort in retirement based on other factors like what you'd be getting from Social Security. And so maybe my predisposition that a million is that number, maybe it should be 500,000. So in that case, giving a specific hard number is difficult to do. Clark, that awful smell is about half of what you spend on Amazon, Amazon Prime going up in smoke. Instead of paying full price, you can use your daughter's college email and sign her up for a six-month free trial, followed by a discounted $6.49 a month. It's no problem streaming from or shipping to more than one location. Just be careful to select the right address with each order. Another great discount for college students is Spotify for students. For $4.99 a month, get a Spotify premium non-shareable account plus Hulu and Showtime. The streaming can be done from multiple locations, and that's from Russell in Missouri. Russell, thank you for that. And the irony is that I'd say uh, almost everything ever ordered on our Amazon account is by my college daughter. So I haven't wanted to renew our Amazon Prime. I already checked, and I've already put in the reminder to not renew Amazon when the time comes. And that would be the wonderful, worthy alternative is for my daughter who actually uses Amazon regularly to be able to do it at a much lower cost on her student prime membership. You recently advised a caller to connect their Venmo to a separate bank account with a small balance. That way, if their Venmo was hacked, they would only lose a small amount. Well, I did exactly this, and my wife's Venmo did get hacked for nearly $2,900. I thought we were safe, but then my bank withdrew the money anyway, leaving us with a massive negative balance. Then the bank charged us $38 in insufficient fund fees on top of that. Fortunately, after some hassle, Venmo refunded the money, and the bank refunded the fees. After that, I went to the bank and removed overdraft protection. Hopefully that solves the problem. Please advise your listeners to make sure they do not have overdraft protection on their account tied to Venmo. Chris. Chris, thank you for that alert because uh, this is something that I've talked about for 10 years, and that is the banks have been lying and cheating and stealing from their customers, pretending that overdraft, quote-unquote, protection is a benefit. It is something that, like, only the mob could be looking at as a protection racket because it is a bank license to steal from you when you set up overdraft protection. They lie to you, telling you this is a benefit to you when it's only a benefit and profitable to the bank. If you have been cheated by your bank and conned into setting up, quote-unquote, overdraft protection, remove it from your account. It is better for you to have an item returned NSF than to have your bank just put it into overdraft so they can fee you to death. And in this case, it could have cost you $2,900. Dear Clark, during a podcast, an older person called in looking for advice about getting life insurance as his policy was going from $1,800 a year to over $20,000. You told him essentially that he didn't need life insurance due to his age. Clark, you don't know his family situation. 
Maybe he had children later in life, or maybe he has a special needs child that will need care and support for many years. While it's true that most people may not need life insurance later in life, in this case, he might have. Please answer the questions that are asked, even if you don't think that's necessary. Thank you for all you do. Love the show, Karen. Karen, thank you for your post. And uh, the, the proper answer in your case is that if somebody is getting older, does have a, a dependent, like a special needs child who uh, depends on the money that they can provide, or had children much later in life, the answer is to replace your level term insurance with a new one when you're younger and it's more affordable and more likely to be able to be obtained than to wait till you've run out the full string on your existing policy. I mean, a policy was as inexpensive as it was for those years it might have even made sense to piggyback and have two policies one that would carry on after the first one would expire and i appreciate all your posts on clark stinks when you feel that i'm just really not giving a clear concise answer as you heard in several of the posts today you feel like the advice i gave is off the mark please Take a moment to go to Clark.com slash Clark Stinks and post it. And coming ahead on our podcast, I want to talk to you about things that are going to be a real deal next week with a holiday week sale cycle coming up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love bargains, and I love using the calendar as a key to saving money. And I'm glad you're with us as we continue today's podcast. So next week is not only Valentine's Day, but it's President's Day holiday weekend. And even though we're supposed to be celebrating the presidents that have served our great nation, most people celebrate by pre-pandemic going to take a trip not as many people doing that right now or taking advantage of the great midwinter sales that happen is this is the next weekend is the biggest sales opportunity since about november a lot of things that did not sell through for the winter selling season have to be moved by retailers both online and physical store retailers, next weekend. Why? If you go in a store, what's filling up the shelves right now? All spring merchandise. So anything that is left over, retailers do sales and clearance sales on those items. Uh, Any kind of winter clothing will be from moderately to heavily marked down. Now, there's been an odd pattern with winter gear where for a number of weeks we had milder than normal temperatures and then a big swath of the country recently had a lot of snow and a lot of cold weather 
And so some places in America aren't going to see the overstock in winter-type items that other places are. So that's why they are truly clearance sales, no rain checks, limited to quantities on hand, as the retailers like to say. But you will find a lot of things that are deals that are related in any way to winter next weekend. Second thing is electronics are normally not a deal this cycle, but there's a lot of factors involved with why cell phones are such a deal right now and will be especially next weekend for the President's Day weekend holiday sales. The reason is, as people in larger numbers are spending more time at home, and then we have tens of millions of Americans that are suffering financially, the normal replacement cycle for cell phones is not present. And so there's more deals that I'm seeing going on right now. Even Samsung's new flagship S21s, there are a lot of deals on those right now. And Samsung even lowered the price of that, basically the equivalence of units, 200 bucks from where the prior model was. And this is a change in pricing from where Samsung generally, as they pop more features into their flagship, tend to boost the prices, right now cutting the prices. Uh, one category in particular, that there have been huge number of deals in January. We're going to have more next weekend mattresses. The mattress market is way over-inventoried because after we went from a cartel of three producers of mattresses in the country with the new technology of the compressed mattresses, the mattress in the box, everybody thought this was El Dorado. And all these companies, uh, well more than 100, started making these. There are way too many available. A lot of these companies aren't going to make it, tell you the truth. So mattresses have been falling, falling, falling in price. And for equivalent purchases, mattresses are probably less than half the cost now what they were two years ago. And if your mattress is old and lumpy, you can look now. You'll, uh, Gosh, we bought a new King mattress in a box recently, and it was $479. And my wife says it's by far the most comfortable mattress she's ever been on. 479 for a king is really good and the price points whatever size you get are all down from where they were it's time for your questions that you have posted for me at clark.com slash ask and what are we going to start with krista Dave in Tennessee says, I've had situations where prescriptions have been cheaper via GoodRx than they have been with insurance. I don't understand how the economics of this works. Oh. Are both GoodRx and the insurance company getting rebates from the pharmacy that fills the prescription? So, this is one that just is so befuddling to people. But if you take uh, generic drugs which most people do, like 80% or so of prescriptions are filled as generic, and you are filling a generic that is actually an ultra-low-cost generic for the uh, retailer, pharmacy, whoever, it has become typical 
that the drugs are cheaper, either direct store price, saying you don't have insurance, or using GoodRx or one of their competitors that have the prescription discount cards, than using your own insurance. The insurers are taking advantage of people thinking that using the drug benefit with your insurance plan for generics will absolutely be cheaper than other ways of buying prescription drugs. And actually, it is now very much the opposite. So know that the insurance companies are taking advantage of you, and it's why anytime I'm filling a prescription, I compare the good RX price versus what it would be otherwise. Also, if you are a Sam's Club member and have a Plus membership, Sam's offers fantastic deals with a lot of generics potentially being free for you. Um, and if you look on GoodRx, consistently, the cheapest place to fill a prescription drug is Costco Wholesale. And Costco has to let you fill a prescription even if you're not a member. If you go to fill a prescription there at the door, you tell them when they want to turn you away because you don't have a membership. You tell them you're going to fill a prescription and you'll have to pay cash or cash equivalent for that prescription, but you'll be able to get that Costco price same as a member would pay. Stuart says, I was contacted on my cell phone by someone who said my subscription with a virus protection company was up for renewal. I knew nothing about it and they said to call a number to cancel it. When I did that, they wanted me to go to a support website. At that point, I refused and hung up. Oh, thank goodness. I called the company and asked them if they knew anything about the subscription offer, and they said they did not. Was this a scam? It is a scam, and it is a hideously ugly scam that has a lot of ugly ways it plays out. So what happens is when you, when you end up with quote-unquote customer support or tech support, they then have you give them some codes from your computer that allow them remotely to control your computer. They can then uh, use it to steal your money, and I'm not going to go into all the ways they do that, or they can use it to ransom your computer back to you, lock it down, and then say, ah, well, you want your computer back, you're going to have to pay us this terrible ransom. Those are the two most common ploys with this phone call. And when you get it, hang up the phone. Rod in Ohio says, my son is in college and the tuition is locked in at the same price for four years. We have the money to pay for his college, but are wondering if we should take out loans to pay now and keep the money in investments. Perhaps he gets a job that will pay for his college, or is there some other type of loan forgiveness? If not, we will always have our savings to use. So investing in a very short window is riskier, more risky. I did go to college. I can't get my grammar right. Krista was an English major and just cringes when I always mess up my grammar. Sorry, Krista. Not at all. Okay. So in this case, because if the investments did not do well, over the short cycle of a college education, you could draw on savings to 
pay that tuition and give the investments time to recover, if you want to do that as a strategy, that's just fine. If you didn't have the backstop of the savings, it would be too risky. And that concludes today's podcast. I want to tell you that it is my honor that you use time out of your day and your life to come here for advice and information. And if you just kind of found your way here, I hope you'll subscribe. If you're a subscriber and you're enjoying what you hear, I hope you'll review it. And know that Monday through Thursday, each week, we're available to give you one-on-one free advice. And it's something we've been doing for more than 28 years, providing one-on-one free advice. You can see how to do that at clark.com slash CAC. And you can see the phone number and hours to call right there.